we here? We're here. We're up and running. <laughs> Which is pretty good because, well, we had fun last night. Oh my gosh. So much fun. <laughs> we had, husband's out of town, so we had a sleepover. So many different types of, it, it's going to sound kind of way crazier than it was, but so many different type of types of alcohol were consumed, mainly because of the gummies that Lo had. <laughs> yes, um, a friend got me alcoholic gummies, so they were like tequila sunrise, mojitos, cosmopolitans, and uh, we don't know how fast it took to kick in, so we just ate them like gummy bears. Yeah, they were like treats for us, but they contained alcohol, different kinds of alcohol, and we had wine on top of it. We did, and KK brought coconut rum, um, we soaked pineapple in them. Yeah, it was good. We had pineapple chunks, um, so that was fun, and then my daughter had her bestie over, my husband was out of town, like I said, so it was kind of like a good, fun weekend, and they wanted to play Just Dance, but we did not have that, so we improvised and did, like, karaoke night with them, and they had fun, we had fun, they brought back a lot of old songs for us, throwbacks, because it's new to them. Old school throwbacks. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we didn't allow each other to record these, so thankfully none of it was documented. <laughs> yes, yes. But, uh, so it was a good time, so we're recording in the morning instead, so instead of wine in the AM... We're having some uh, moco loco bullshit, as Lo <laughs> calls it, her specialty coffee. <laughs> it's just mountain green coffee with a shot of skinny syrup, mocha chocolate, and then just like a splash of vanilla almond milk, and it's pretty, pretty good. I like Born it. Or over ice. Yes. My, my new fave, moco loco bullshit. Love it. <laughs> and if you want an extra bullshitty, put a little bit of whipped cream on it. Yeah, But I didn't have no whipped cream, so... Love it. It's delicious. <laughs> All right. So hopefully uh, Dax has found us and he's listening to this episode. It's the first one. So hi, Dax. Hi. Welcome, welcome Dax. <laughs> We've been waiting. <laughs> um, this is going to be a little bit of a fun episode. Um, we have some stuff that we wanted to share. Um, this is called Less Classlessly Criminals. That's it. Less classlessly criminals. You heard it here. First. Yes, you didn't hear her wrong. That is what it is called. It's our new uh, little fun segment on uh, stupid ass criminals. Fun stories of what dumb people do. <laughs> so, Sean A. Sykes Jr. Um, he's a 24 year old resident from Kansas City, and he was riding in a car in which police found drugs and two handguns. So he's taken in for further questioning. When a detective asked Sykes about his address, he leaned to one side of his chair and released a loud fart. Before answering the address, um, the detectives wrote in his report about the interrogation um, and commented that the farts just kept continuing. And according to the detective, he continued to be fulgurant until he ended the interview. He, uh, he farted his way out of the speeding ticket, or whatever, the ticket. Um, but, um, although he was not charged, Sykes was pulled over two months later. Police allegedly found crack and a stolen gun in his car, and it seems likely he won't be able to fart his way out of trouble this time. <laughs> he got lucky the first time, but, uh, they weren't taking his shit anymore. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Dang. I wonder if, like, that would work most times, you know? Probably not. I don't know. I would not try that. I feel like if I was a cop and some guy just kept farting at me, like, I would just be like, fuck off, and I would just leave. I'd be like, whatever. (laughs) So it would successfully work on me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, another one, a drunk woman who always keeps her one eye on the road. Uh, so a 56-year-old Swedish woman made one of the most ludicrous claims you will ever hear in your lifetime. What did she say? During her trial for drunk driving, she claimed that the alcohol could not affect her driving because she kept one eye open to avoid seeing double. (laughs) The judges laughed and sentenced her to two months in prison. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing there, girl, but, like, no. (laughs) You know, sometimes honesty is not the best policy. (laughs) Right. I feel like that's worse, like, if you're just, if you're drunk and driving only with one eye. Like, that's worse than two. (laughs) But she made the judge laugh, so you gotta give it to her. Right, yeah, definitely. Made his day, I'm sure. (laughs) And made ours. (laughs) Okay, um, today we have a very, I think, fun and interesting story to share. Oh my gosh, so fun. So fun and so interesting. (laughs) You would nail that right on the head. (laughs) Um, so, I don't know if you guys are familiar with some of Reese Witherspoon's earlier work, but I remember seeing this movie when I was very young, and I was just kind of seeing who she was. Um, But this one is the movie Freeway, and I think uh, you guys should stick around and listen to it, because this is anything but Elle Woods. Oh my gosh, so different from anything I've ever seen her in, literally ever. I was really happy to bring this movie into Crystal's life. I am obsessed. It's, it's like, interesting, but, like, hilarious, but also, like, kind of horrifying in some Dark. ways. Dark. yeah. It's just all the things you can probably imagine um, in a movie. This, like, freaking has it. <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna get back, sit back, and tell you the story of Little Red Riding Hood like you've never heard before. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> so... Like I said, this story is a twisted Little Red Riding Hood. Um, Not so much Elle Woods. (laughs) Reese Witherspoon. um, It's also stacked with a great cast, also featuring Keith or Sutherland. Brittany Murphy makes a cameo. Brooke Shields. So uh, let me just say, though, uh, Brittany Murphy, she had the smallest part, but she executed this awesomely. Oh, my God. Um, So good. She's kind of the crazy person. Um, if you remember Girl Interrupted, if you guys are familiar with that one, um, she was kind of a little one flew over cuckoo's nest in that mm-hmm. one. Uh, all the chickens under her bed. <laughs> um, so kind of along the lines, but yeah, um, watching it, it kind of made me sad because when I seen her, it made me miss Brittany all over again. Yeah, honestly, like, yeah, same vibes as a girl interrupted her character um but she literally killed it i was obsessed with her like acting in this movie because she literally freaked me out like i knew it was her and obviously and you know i know she's not actually a crazy person but like watching her like gave me like the (laughs) heebie-jeebies not gonna lie Um, Freeway premiered at the Sundance Film Festival on January 26, 1996, where it was nominated for the Grand Jury Prize. 
Uh, the film holds an approval rating of 77%, saying Freeway is an audacious black comedy with a star-making performance from the young Reese Witherspoon. Critics highly praise the film's hard-edged satire and performances. Definitely hard-edged satire it was. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, in this movie, Reese Witherspoon, who plays Vanessa Lutz, ding, ding, ding. Yep. <laughs> Um, no, she's not at the Animeville Horror, but we did do that segment. Right. Um, this is not the role you're used to seeing. Reese plays, like, she's definitely ain't no sweet home Alabama no. in this one. Um, however, I do feel she battles with having good morals and a good conscience, but the cards that are throwing at her, her life, she just had a shitty hand, and that caused her to make shitty choices in life. Um, her mom was a prostitute, crackhead. Her stepdad, crackhead. Mm-hmm. Um, her boyfriend gets shot, although she doesn't really know that till after she leaves town. Um, so she's running away. She's trying to stay out of a foster home. And she runs into Kiefer Sutherland, a.k.a. Bob. Um, Bob. <laughs> who turns out to be a freeway serial killer. Um, this is where things take a turn, and she has to basically do what she has to do to survive. I just have to say, the, her boyfriend dying was probably the saddest part of the movie for me. <laughs> it was so sad. Yeah, he gave up his gun, and then he yeah. needed it. He, like, used it to, like, he gave it to her for protection, and then he was the one who needed it. I mean, I guess she could use it in the future, but, you know. Poor chopper. I know. So this is where we talk about Kiefer Sutherland, um, Bob, and then Reese Witherspoon and Vanessa. Um, so they meet up, and she's broken down on the side of the freeway. He pulls over to act like he's the hero. He tries to save her, be the good Samaritan. But what she doesn't know, um, he has other plans. Definitely. Definitely other plans. And Vanessa, unfortunately, is the naive, trusting person, and she just accepts the ride from him, and they go on their merry little way. She's like, oh, that's so sweet of you. Thanks. You yeah. really don't mind, Bob? You know? <laughs> so she hops in his truck, and uh, she puts her little red basket in the back seat, which you can kind of like the whole going to see grandma thing. I did not even pick that up watching the movie until after I think you said something about it. And I was like, when I first saw her basket, at the first time she like pulled it out to like leave to go on this trip to her grandma's house, I was like, what? That's random. Like, why does she have a basket? But then I'm like, oh, duh. After you said that, I'm like, this is like Little Red Riding Hood, the freaking basket to grandma's house. <laughs> in case you don't get it, he's the big bad wolf. Right, right. That um, part sunk in. Okay. Yeah, the basket kind of flew right <laughs> over my head. <laughs> so on their drive, Bob starts asking her personal questions, and Vanessa is very naive and She's honest, and she starts talking about the problems with her mom and her stepdad, saying she has no family, she's all alone, you know, just really opening up to him, like, right off the bat. Um, You know, just saying she's going to see her grandma, she's going to find grandma, giving him all the information just right up front. Um, And Bob is manipulating her. He's being very narcissistic, he's gaslighting her, like, all the things, and she's not even really noticing, like, at all. And he's taking all this information and just playing the nice guy with it. She's, like, spilling all the tea about her family to Bob. She's giving him all the information. Um, Kind of a fun fact, which I didn't know until, like, researching after. 
Vanessa shows Bob a photo that she keeps in her wallet of her biological father. And the picture that she shows him, she doesn't even, like, realize, but the picture is of a mass murderer named Richard Speck. So she, like, doesn't even, like, know that her dad's, like, this mass murderer. Oh, <laughs> and she yeah. keeps a picture of him in her wallet. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Although when she showed the picture, I remember thinking, like, it looked like a very old picture, like, from, like, yeah, it looked, like Vietnam. Yeah, it's, like, like very super old. old. And I'm, like... <laughs> looks like way too old to be like her dad now right like, like did her mom just tell her that that was her like, dad it's just like a random picture <laughs> right <laughs> kind of like in friends when phoebe's grandma used all the fake pictures that came with the frame saying it was her dad oh my god i don't remember that but i can totally <laughs> see that like her <laughs> so things start to get a little intense he starts asking deep questions and he warns her that he's going to but it's going to get really weird and it's going to get you know really intense but he's got to she's got to be really honest to have this breakthrough and uh so she's like okay you know so he asks her if her stepdad ever molested her and she's starting to kind of like um be embarrassed and she's like yes and then he asked her if he ever tried to have sex with her and she you know embarrassedly says yes and then, you know, he warns her. He's like, now I'm going to ask you one more, you know, and you got to be honest, Vanessa. And he's, she asked him if she enjoyed it when he would try to have sex with her. And that triggered something because she's like, what kind of fucked up questions are these, Bob? Yeah, like, she got pissed, which, you know, understandably so. Yeah, so finally it kicks in like, okay, this may not be who the nice guy he yeah, he, he, he yeah. definitely turned pretty quickly with those questions. Once he was like, I could tell like something was about to shift once he was like, now I'm going to ask you some very deep, intense questions. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's about to change. Because he's also claiming that he's a psychologist for boys that mm -hmm. are abused. Yeah. Um, so he tries to force her head down into his crotch um, after they struggled and she screams a little bit and then... You know, he tells her, like, if she stays quiet, he'll let her head up. And, you know, she's like, okay, okay. Well, then he cuts her braid off. She had a ponytail with one braid. Disrespectful. And Honestly. That pissed her off. You know, and she's like, oh, my God, you cut my fucking hair. Yeah. Like, so now she's like, oh, hell no. You know. Don't mess with the girl's hair, okay? So she's got these, you know, cute little combat boots on and he's yelling at her to take off her pants and you know take her clothes off and you know she's like okay bob you got to give me a minute i got these boots on you know and just like her delivery i know i'm not giving it justice so southern so, so southern. southern and it's so funny yeah she's just like she's playing it southern and honest and not trying to be funny, but it's funny. Yeah, because, like, like... Naive, honest. Because she's like, not acting, like, petrified and scared for her life. She's, like, irritated, almost. Like, she's like, oh, this is, like, a freaking inconvenience happening, Kind almost. of like when you're mad at your partner. Like, will you just give me a second? I'll yeah, do it. literally. Like, and that's how she's kind of, like, acting with him. With like, him, when he's, like, <laughs> threatening to kill her. <laughs> um, so, before her, she left her boyfriend, he'd given her a gun, and... I believe she pulls it out of her boot. I think, um, I think it was in her basket. Okay. Because she, like, jumped to the back seat and grabbed it and then put it, like, behind his head. 
Okay. I was just trying to think of how... Did she kick him? I feel like she, like, kicked him or something and then jumped to the back seat. So there was a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, uh, we're having some brain farts here, but there's a struggle, and she ends up hitting him in the face, mm-hmm. and then it's enough for her to hop in the back seat, and maybe in the basket she pulled from her gun out, and she points it at him, and she's yelling at him, and, you know, she's just basically, she hits him in the back of the head. She's like, this is for, you know, asking me those horrible questions and this is for hitting me and this is for cutting off my brain and she just keeps like popping him in the head and it's just like so funny he switches up real quick too he's like starts to get all like cryy and like i'm sorry i know which i don't know if i 100 percent believe like yes he was in pain but i think it was another manipulative move. oh 100 percent yeah so she's got the gun to his head and i know it's dark and i know it's not funny, but it's funny. <laughs> she's just, I can't explain it, but she has the gun. She's like, pull over, Bob. And finally she gets, you know, she's like, stop. She's like, do you want me to shoot you a whole bunch of times, Bob? <laughs> and it was just like the funniest line in the movie. Like, not just do you want me to shoot you. Do you want me to shoot you a whole bunch of times, Bob? Because like, I'll do it, Bob. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So, um... She gets him to pull over, and she gets him out of the car, and he's crying hysterically, blubbering, the whole snot coming mm-hmm. out and everything. Uh, you know, I kind of believe some of it's fake, but maybe not. Um, so before she gets him out of the car, she asks him if she believes if Jesus Christ is his Lord and Savior. And that's when he really starts, you know, crying and, you know, really getting into his feels. And... Uh, she gets him out. It looks like it's like a deserty area. There's nothing yeah. around. And she shoots him and multiple times. And he, you know, falls face first onto the ground. And she takes his money and takes off. And she's like, bye, Bob. <laughs> I like how after she, she's like, is, is Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, Bob? And then shoots him. And then she's like praying. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> Please forgive me, Jesus. I yeah. didn't mean to. And then takes his money. <laughs> and I believe she was, like, even dropping F-bombs during her prayer. Yeah, like, I think so. Her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> so she walks into this diner, and her hands and her face are just covered in blood. You can see, like, hand marks where she tried to wipe it, and it's just, like, smeared across her face. And she sits at the counter. She grabs a menu, and she's like, Looking it over, trying to figure out what she wants for breakfast. Meanwhile, like, every customer or worker is just looking at her like, what in holy hell just walked through the door? Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> She's, like, like, so calm and with just, like, blood everywhere. Kind of like, you know, the kids that walk around with the kick me sign on their back and they have no idea. Yep. And just, like, living life. <laughs> right. Like, that's kind of like what she was doing. Um, so she orders break, breakfast for the waitress, and the waitress is just kind of, like, standing there. She's like, oh, she's like, uh, I must look, like, quite the sight to see. I must look a terrible mess. So she's, like, you know, looking down at her hands, just like, look, she got, you know, a marker on it. Yeah. She's like, oh, do you have a bathroom? You know, so she goes, she cleans up in the mat bathroom, and she walks out the door just, like, carrying her little basket. Like, she's just, you know, having a... Dandy old day, still making my way to grandma's. Yep. But then the cops are there. Yeah, she was just carrying on like nothing even happened. 
Um, yeah, Bob survives, but the bullet wounds, like, left him pretty handicapped. Uh, he's, like, in a wheelchair, and his face, like, is all disfigured. Um, Vanessa's, like, put on trial, and people are, like, believing Bob. Like, he's believed to be an innocent victim, and, you know, he has no criminal record or anything, and he's, like, a respected person of society, so, like, of course, they're, like, believing him over her, who has, like... A record and everything and who's just this little girl and she stole his money so that probably didn't look very good either um she however you know has a long record in juvenile detention centers um so she goes to prison like she hasn't been um tried yet but she's just in prison waiting and bob and his socialite wife mimi she, like, doesn't know anything about his crimes, but they're, like, treated like heroes while Vanessa's just, like, sitting in, in prison right now. So, Vanessa gets in prison and first meets a couple of inmates uh, that include the heroin addict Rhonda, who's Brittany Murphy. Um, she kind of, this is when she first, like, freaked me out because she was, like, I don't know, like, slightly flirting with Reese or Vanessa, but she was, like, playing with her hair, and, like, her head was tilted, and she was just, like, creepily smiling at her. <laughs> and she's got, like, scratches, and, like, scars, yeah, like, all over all her over face. Yeah, all over her face. She looked, like, quite, uh, quite the mess. Um, and then she meets Mesquita, uh, who is this brutal Hispanic gang leader girl, and she actually gets in a fight with her, and it leads her to be put in the isolation room. And when Vanessa's in there, she, like, plots to escape, like, to go to her grandma's house. And she, like, makes a shiv from a toothbrush that they give her. Um, I guess she learned it from her stepfather, but, like, I just thought that was kind of impressive. I'm not gonna lie that she did that. What a shiv. Isn't that what it's called? A shank? It's called a shiv, too. Oh. <laughs> I guess both work. I've never heard it that way before. Oh. Sorry, okay, I'll allow it. Carry on. I think they're, like, synonyms. <laughs> I think it's, like, the same thing. Um, so she gets out of isolation, and she's, like, laying back by Rhonda and kind of just telling up about her crime and, like, opens about her past, and they end up, like, kissing, which is super random. She's, like, just on top of the clothes stuff, though. Yeah! <laughs> she's, like, I'm not gay. <laughs> Yeah, they get caught, and then they're, like, moving to a new maximum security prison, and they stop at this gas station. So, the girls are in the bathroom, and Vanessa and Mosquito kind of, like, come together um, just to form, like, a plan to escape, and while they're in this gas station bathroom, the old lady who, I, I don't know, I'm, like, thinking she's, like, their warden or something... She, like, goes in there with them, and they murder her. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, is she their warden? That I, I, was always confusing, like, this old lady just, like, with all these, like, killers. Probably, or just kind of, like, the head... Head person at the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it was weird. Also, she was always smiling, and I kind of, like, hated that. She would, like, put Yeah, you said that in... we were watching, like, why is she, like smiling so much it's weird yeah like the whole time she just had like a smile on her face <laughs> i don't know but i just want to point out too that um what's her name was it mimi or mosquito mosquito or mosquito 
<laughs> not Mosquito, Mosquita. Um, she's played by Anna Albeck, or Ubeck. I'm not sure how to say her last name. But anyways, she was also in Legally Blonde yeah. with Reese Witherspoon later. And she was in Waiting, which is such a funny movie. Um, and it's just funny to see her character from Legally Blonde. She was like one of the plastic right. kind of like college not smart people, you know. Just you passed kind of... Spanish because you gave Professor Montoya a lap dance. <laughs> uh, and then in waiting, she's more tougher. Yeah. But, um, it's just kind of funny to see the, the difference in roles. It shows how good of an actress she is because she can play, like, one extreme to the next. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, they kill this warden, and then they go outside to kill, like, the security guard that's with them, and she, like, takes her, like, little whatever, shiv or shank or whatever you want to freaking call it. And, like, literally, like, slits in the center of his, like, I don't even know, like, his torso. And I just love, because she goes, I didn't kill you, you dirty little pervert. <laughs> now give me your car keys before I cut off your pecker or something like he's that. like, why'd you have to kill me? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't kill you, you dirty little pervert. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that happens and they take the car and run off. <laughs> it worked out in their, uh, their favor, I guess. Um, so like at the same time, detectives are re-examining the evidence and they realize that Vanessa was telling the truth. They go to like Bob's home to search and they go like ask his wife, cause Bob's not there at the time, if they can like go check this shed in the back of their house. And she's like, um, okay, whatever. And they check it, and it's, like, filled with a bunch of, like, violent porn and child porn and, like, human remains, like, all in this shed. And, of course, you know, Mimi's a little bit disturbed by this, um, but I wasn't expecting this. She didn't even take any time to really think it over. She just ran upstairs and shot herself in the bathtub, like, immediately. Like, Brains all over the wall immediately like right after i'm like dang you didn't want to like mull it over like think about what you wanted to do she just immediately did that and i'm like well all right <laughs> that just happened oh my gosh yeah that, it escalated quickly it went from like zero to ten and like <laughs> it escalated very quickly i was not expecting that to happen and i do want to say um <laughs> while we're talking the detective is played by dan hedea and i just think he's like I don't know, I love him as an actor. Like, yeah, he's so cool. Like and he's he's the one that has a little bit more faith in her and he's believing her mm-hmm. and um his partner is kind of more of the jerk cop, like that just wants to nail her to the wall. Yeah. And he's the one that's kinda like, you know, really reading the paperwork and seeing what she's been through and listening to her talk and I don't know. And he was also in Clueless. He played Alicia Silverstone's dad. And I liked him in that role, too. He was just like, you know, you could see he was a tough dad, but he's just, I don't know, there's something sweet about him. Yeah, yeah, like he's got like a hard exterior, but like he's got like sweet little nice feelings inside. (laughs) Yes. So that's who the detective is in here. And I don't know, I just want to point out that I like him. I will say, too, just because you brought that up, it reminded me. When they're, like, in questioning with her, him and his partner, his partner's black, and, like, I just feel like this movie, she would get canceled today 
if like it came out today. Yeah, she dropped some stuff and then he stood up and got loud with her and she just like bitch slapped him and then he went after her and she like flung him across the room. Like um this tall black man just got like handed by this little five one white girl. Yeah. And the detective, you could see him kind of like, oh shit, like just trying not to laugh. But at the same time, it's like, why did you have to, why did you have to push your buttons? Like, why did you? Have right. To, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. You know. Yeah. Because he was kind of pinning her to be almost racist a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and later on, when they're searching her room, she or the school, she they're interrogating one of her friends, and then they find out he's like, oh shit. Her boyfriend was black. Like, yeah, that's so, when he like changes his tune. Definitely, like, he's, he's kind of like, like maybe more... I was wrong about her. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that was a definitely intense scene. Also, lots of intense scenes in this movie. <laughs> but I feel like also the movie like nobody's really listening to her. Like they're not. No, I don't think they take her seriously. Cause... No, and that's part of her hardships. Right. Um, I mean, she did need a little bit of therapy and help, but you know do the whole movie. I really do, except for the murders. I mean, really no excuse for that. <laughs> except for Bob. I can kind of give her Bob. Right. Um, but I feel like she was ignorant with is not very smart in school. You can see in the very beginning, mm-hmm. like, she's trying to learn to read. Yeah. Um, so she's very ignorant, but deep inside, she has manners. You can hear the way she talks. Yes, ma'am, please. Don't talk to me like that. You shouldn't talk like, you know, just like, right. you know, show some respect, Bob, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> and then just like, she tries to do the right thing. She tries to have a good conscience, but these things just keep making her do the wrong thing. Yeah, like, she's just in the, not the right environment, definitely. Didn't help, uh, help her grow too much but yeah deep down you can definitely tell she's like a good person aside from the security guard i think that was just again she felt like she had to do what she had to do to get away yeah and she was around other inmates who were probably on board with influence on her so (laughs) yeah peer pressure a little bit i shouldn't have been that's like her bigger biggest advocate through this movie (laughs) We were just laughing after, like, you know, everything that she did. <laughs> um, yeah, so after that uh, crazy, just explosive moment when Mimi just decides to, uh, you know, end her life very suddenly, um, Bob's, like, pulling up right after this, and he sees that, like, the police are there, so he's like, F this, nope, I'm out of here. I'm getting out of here, and he plans on, like, finishing the job that he started with Vanessa, um, so he is planning to go to Vanessa's grandma's trailer, and I guess he, like, uses this, like, address written on a picture that Vanessa had showed him, which I didn't even realize until after I was, like, looking stuff up, because I I thought that while I was watching it, like, how does he know where she freaking lives? (laughs) Um, but yeah, so... Vanessa's now posing as, like, a prostitute, and she gets this guy, his name's John, and he, like, pulls over, because, you know, he picks up a prostitute in his mind, but nope, she's, like, not having it, um, she tells him he's, like, disgusting, and she's holding up the gun to him, and she's like, get out of the car, get out of the car, I forget, doesn't she, like, ask him how much he has, and she's like, 
she's like, you think I would do that for that much or something like that? Yeah, there's a negotiation on money but then she gets pissed off because she's like five dollars yeah she's like that's all you think i was worth is five dollars like you know it's like i'm sorry i'm sorry like doesn't she take the money anyways and takes and steals his car yeah and she's like give me the trousers and she like makes him take off his pants yes takes his pants too which honestly that's a cold move but it's funny and he can't really call the cops because, you know, he was trying to pick up a prostitute, so he's kind of screwed in that situation. Um, so, yeah, she takes the car and drives it, and she eventually makes it to her grandmother's uh, trailer park. So she, like, walks in her grandma's mobile home, and she's expecting to, like, be like, surprise, grandma, like, I'm here. And she, like, goes to, like, move the covers on the bed, and... Lo and behold, she finds Bob in bed wearing her grandmother's nightgown and nightcap with, like, the covers pulled over his nose. Um, And then Vanessa sees that her grandmother's dead body is just, like, on the floor to the side. Um, Which, yep, big Little little Red Riding Hood uh, vibes there. (laughs) And then she says, like, what big ugly fucking teeth you have there, Bob. (laughs) Because his mouth is all, like, jacked up from... When she shot him, it's all like crooked and stuck wide open. And, um, it didn't take her long to figure out like that it was him. That yeah. it was him. Like before we even pulled the blanket over, I think she's like, "What big fucking teeth you have there, Bob?" She like was so unfazed too. Like she wasn't even like she's very like unfazed the whole time by things that happen. She like I guess handles it very well. But yeah, so they start fighting and like struggling, um, but she ends up strangling him. And at the same time, uh, the cops, Breer and Wallace, are, like, arriving to the mobile home. And they, I think they just hear the, there were gunshots, I think, that went off, too. But, like, they heard a bunch of struggle. And they pull up and find Bob and Vanessa's grandma's body. And Vanessa's just sitting in a chair outside, you know, unfazed. And, like, the detectives walk up they, and she, like, goes, do you guys have a cigarette? <laughs> And they both just start, they smile. And yeah. Fatter, like, holy shit. Like, yeah. My question is, because, you know, obviously there's no follow-up. I wonder, like, how much she got in trouble for, like, some of the stuff that she did. Like, the security guard stabbing him, the murdering the warden lady, like. Well, technically she didn't. The other chick, like. Well, she, didn't she stab the security guard guy? Didn't she go like this? Across the, Yeah, I don't know if you actually die or not. Okay. Because this morning she's like, I didn't fucking kill yeah. you. Like, <laughs> um, but the other chick was the one that was like stopping the head in of the lady. She, yeah, she definitely had a little bit more anger <laughs> in the killings. Uh, so, no, there is a sequel. Um, it's not the same cast. So okay. I don't, I don't even think I've seen it. It's not the same story. Okay. Um, I don't know if it has any connection. I mean, we can watch it one day and see. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's the same. If there's, like, yeah, no relation And I don't anything. think Royce or the Spoon's in this, so you know it's not going to happen. Right. And <laughs> not to have the same effect. <laughs> so if you haven't seen that movie, it's definitely worth uh, watching it. Um, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> like I said, we say it's funny, but it's, like, dark comedy. Don't watch it like you think it's going to be a liar, liar. 
but <laughs> yeah, a little different, a little bit different than that. You gotta come to the dark side with us yeah. to find the humor, yeah. right? <laughs> Go in with an open mind. <laughs> um, just some memorable quotes worth mentioning because there were just so many hilarious ones. My personal favorite is when, like, she's sitting in the courtroom and then Bob comes in and she sees him for the first time after she shot him and she goes, holy shit, well, look who got beaten with the ugly stick. Bob, is that you? My God, I can't believe such an itty-bitty gun could do such a big mess out of someone. (laughs) You're so ugly, Bob. (laughs) She goes, oh, and hey, I heard you have one of those poop bags where the shit comes out the side. You're just a big old shit bag, aren't you, Bob? I hope you think of me every time you shit in that thing, motherfucker. And she's just saying this in front of all the lawyers oh my gosh, and the she judge. Just, like, assassinated him with, like... <laughs> she, like, did burns. not care. Oh, my God. Finally, the judge was like, uh, excuse me, and she turns around, and she's just like, Slunges yeah. out of her seat. But, like, even, like, Brooke Shields is walking with Bob in there, and she's just, like, mortified, like, <laughs> so mad, like... Oh, my uh, God. Best, I mean, in my opinion, best quote in the And the, the funniest thing is, because she is so little, but she's doing all this, like, so loudly with that southern accent. Yes. And it is just cracking me up. That's, like, the best, one of the best scenes in the movie, too. Oh, like, honestly, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, another one, when she's, like, driving with him, and she kind of, like, figures out that he's this, like, weirdo murderer, she just goes, what, you're gonna do sex to me when I'm dead? <laughs> the wording, you're gonna do sex yeah. to me? <laughs> just puts it so plainly. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, and the other one was just kind of the one we said earlier, but the security guard. <laughs> I didn't kill you, you dirty little pervert. <laughs> Give me your keys before I cut your pecker off. <laughs> oh my god, so good. <laughs> um, yeah, and then some just fun facts about the movie. Um, it was originally rated NC-17, but it was reduced to R after, I guess, they got rid of some explicit dialogue, which is news to me because there was still a lot of uh, explicit dialogue in there, so I'm very curious what... Uh, what made it even worse? <laughs> um, Kiefer Sutherland's makeup in some parts of Vanessa's nightmare is from his, like, early makeup tests. So the more extreme makeup was scratched because it took six hours to apply. And I guess the shooting schedule wouldn't allow the time for it. Which is just insane that, like, just him looking like you know, facially deformed, it took six hours. Like, that's a whole, it's almost a whole day at work. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Reese Witherspoon has a little bit of Southern accent in her voice, but she, like, yeah, very much uh, exaggerated it for this role. <laughs> when Vanessa vomits after she shoots Bob, she's actually spitting out yogurt, which is random because i feel like yogurt doesn't look like puke but i don't know i mean maybe 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 she ate yogurt that morning (laughs) yeah um early in the film vanessa is watching tv and it briefly stops at a little red riding hood cartoon and obviously this movie is based on little red riding hood which is i didn't even notice when we were watching it i don't know if you did how it like stopped on the cartoon when she was watching tv 
I think I thought of it while I was like, huh. And then, because like, I think even the beginning, it was kind of showing like clips. Little of, clips. Yeah. Um, Dan Hedaya and Brittany Murphy both starred in Clueless, um, which actually was released only two weeks before the production for this movie began. Um, and Reese actually had auditioned for the lead role of that, but obviously, you know, Cher got it. <laughs> Which I love both the ladies, but I think Alicia Silverstone really... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really sold that. Yeah. Yeah. Reese works with Elle Woods, and I, yeah, she got that, so definitely, uh, probably wouldn't have been the same. <laughs> um... Kind of funny, so Vanessa is illiterate, like how Lo said we see in the beginning, she's trying to learn how to read, but she's somehow able to read the menu at the truck stop, which is kind of funny. Yeah, or maybe she just put two and two together, just like, it's a restaurant, I'm just gonna make a yeah. game, like I've bacon and eggs yeah. here. Like, I don't I'm gonna know. pretend like I know what I'm reading. Uh. Um, so Alana Upak, um, who played Mosquita, she... Like Lo said, she later starred in Legally Blonde with Reese. Um, a producer has stated that a character called the Shadow Man was going to appear in the film. The character was going to be like a godlike being who put Vanessa through her trials. Um, but after like a lot of discussion, it was decided that they were going to remove the character uh, because they wanted uh, to keep the film grounded in reality. I feel like that would have been, like, a way different movie if they yeah. added that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad they took that out. Um, the fake blood used in the truck stop scene pr uh, produced an allergic reaction, I guess, to Reese Witherspoon's skin. I don't know what they used, but it had her, like, breaking out and, like, itchy everywhere, I guess. Um, Vanessa carries a lighter, and she takes Bob's pack of... Mar I don't know how to say that. Marlboros. Marlboros. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the cigarettes. <laughs> After she shoots him. Um, and then she asks for a cigarette in the final scene. Um, but someone pointed out in, like, this blog that I was reading that, like, we never see her smoking in the entire film, but, like, we keep seeing references to her smoking. So some people think that because, like, Reese doesn't smoke in real life that she, like, didn't want to actually, like, smoke for the movie, so they just kind of alluded to the fact that her character smoked. Or maybe she thought when she, if she got arrested for it, it'd be a good gambling to have them with her. True. <laughs> True, honestly. Smart. <laughs> um, in the beginning of the film, Vanessa's mother calls her Pooh Bear, which just kind of, like, ties into, you know, Legally Blonde when uh, Warner calls her Pooh Bear all the time. Oh, I didn't even think that Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then a revealing mistake. So at the end of the film, Vanessa gets crazy because Bob kills her grandma and, like, she starts beating him up um, and, like, hitting him and throwing stuff at him. Throughout the scene, uh, Reese Witherspoon's stunt double, I guess, is really obvious. People are saying her hair looks completely different, which I didn't even notice when I was watching it. But I was, like, reading this, like, blog of behind-the-scenes stuff, and all these people were like, yeah, I could totally tell that that was the stunt double, and, like, it was so fake-looking. And I'm like, oh, I must be stupid, because I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pay attention to that. Either. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just some, uh, funny behind the scene facts of the movie, I guess. <laughs> so, yes, it was, um, I think that was a fun one. Yeah. Um, definitely, like I said, the biggest thing for me is it's 
definitely outside of the box of the Reese with the Spoon characters that you're used to seeing her in. Very, very different. <laughs> so if you haven't seen the movie, go and see it. Um, I know you can get it on Amazon right now. You can, I think you can even watch it for free if you have Amazon Prime. Um, but you can totally buy it for like whatever Amazon says. <laughs> yeah, probably not much. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, check it out. And if you have seen it, you know, send us your favorite quote or like what you liked about it or if there was something we didn't talk about it that we should have. Um, yeah, follow, like, review. Tell us your thoughts. Tell us you like us. Tell us you hate us. Yes, all the things. Just tell us. And I think that's all I got. Yeah. We'll see you guys uh, next week for another episode. Can't wait. Yes. We'll see you then. All right. We got to go. Stay creepy. Bye. Bye.